Hello again, it's me, The Vern here for the Cinema Recall Podcast, and I was away for a while. I apologize about that. I was out sick, runny nose, bad throat, coughing, the whole deal. That's why I kind of sound stuffed up right now, but I'm back, ready to continue my 31 days of Halloween slash horror extravaganza. Yes, while I was sick, I was able to watch at least a few movies, and I'm going to share them with you today on this little bonus episode. I'm recording this on my phone. Uh, this is all thanks to Anchor. With Anchor, you can record your podcast everywhere, basically, and they'll still post them on all your favorite platforms. I'll get into where you can listen to us later on, but let's get into the movies. So, the first movie that I saw while I was sick was The Blob, the 1988 remake of The Blob. Now, I've seen the 1958 version, like, a few years back, and I remember enjoying that one, even though the special effects were dated. I still had a lot of fun with that feature. In fact, I definitely want to check that one out again, but I've never saw the 88 version, and I knew that this was uh, directed by Chuck Russell, who also did The Mask, but... It was also co-written with uh, Frank Darabont. Uh, Frank Darabont, the guy who made the Shawshank Redemption and who has made The Mist and is the guy that helped get um, The Walking Dead on the air in the first place. So I had to check this feature out. And, you know, it was it was good for the most part. It was good. It's just your average 80s horror movie. It was great. The special effects were good for a time, but other than that, nothing else really stands out. It just was, it, it, it never felt that much different from the 58 version. I mean, the 58 version had teenagers who knew about this menace that ate people, but the adults didn't believe them. And it's the same thing with this movie. The only thing that this new version does differently is that it has these government bureaucracies, people in white suits coming down to the town and you know, they're trying to capture the organism uh, but they also have very different means than what they established they would have with this um, the cast for the most part of this movie is good uh, Kevin Dillon is is fine, you know, he plays the bad boy of town the town that no one can really believe is the good guy like this town feels so much like the 58 version i don't know why they just didn't set this one in 1958 to me that would make a lot more sense um as also with the cast members too um shawnee smith who i don't really recognize but i do recognize some of the movies that she's been in being the saw series um it also has paul mccrane and I know you'll know who he is if I mentioned just one movie, Robocop. Yes, uh, he is the guy that is at the gas station and basically is taunting the, uh, the guy in the glass case at the gas station. And Robocop comes into the station and he's like, We killed you. You're dead, man. We killed you. Yeah, that's, that's the guy... You'll know some Raider A. So yeah, the blob, it's fine. It's 
entered movies, got great special effects. I like to know exactly what freight Darabont added to the feature. I mean, maybe this is his first movie, I don't know for sure, but out of five stars, I would give the Blob remake um, about three. You're not gonna hate your time with it, it's fine. I do think it goes a little bit too long at places, but it's good. So yeah, the Blob. The next one I watched was a movie that is considered to be a horror classic in a way. Uh, it's from director Herschel Gordon Lewis. Herschel Gordon Lewis. And that movie is Blood Feast. Now, Blood Feast, it's about this guy. I'm not going to look up any information from the cast, but it's about this guy who wants to resurrect this Egyptian goddess. And the only way he can do it is by getting body parts of other people. So he goes out and kills a bunch of women and takes body parts off of them. And I think this movie got its notoriety because it shows a lot of like really gory scenes. It shows him taking a ton out of women. And there's another scene where he cuts open a head and scoops out the brains and all the blood in this, it's very cartoony. I mean, we're talking like pink red. It's not even that scary. It's, it's impressive because I can imagine at the time because this is what made like 1968, I believe. And so I can totally imagine that at the time, yeah, 1963, I can imagine seeing this stuff for the first time. It'll really gross people out. And I gotta say for it being a practical effect movie, it did a good job of it. So, Blood Feast out of 5 stars, I would give that one closer to, gosh, uh, I would give this one folks maybe 2.5, I mean yeah, the practical effects are fine, but the acting is really bad, it's really bad, I did not buy into any of what the characters were trying to emote, so I admire Herschel Gordon Lewis, and I want to see some of his other features because I think his other features will probably get more extreme in the gore factor. So I, he's he's known as be known as the Godfather of Gore, and I can totally see that of all the gross stuff that happens. Um, but he's not really good at directing actors or telling a story. Okay, like, I fell asleep during this movie. It was really hard for me to keep my eyes open. So yeah, two, two and a half stars. Watch it to see some of the gore fets. Those are cool. But other than that, uh, I don't know. Maybe find, if you can find a clip show where it just shows the gore fets, watch that instead. That's the most impressive thing about this feature. And then the last movie that I watched um, was Dog Soldiers. Uh, this is from uh, Neil Marshall who has directed one of my other favorite horror films, The Descent. I believe this was his first horror feature he did. And the only cast members I recognized from this was Kevin McKidd, who you may recognize as Tommy from Trainspotting. Um, he's the only guy who, well, he was the guy, spoiler alert for Trainspotting, he's the guy who died in Trainspotted. Right? He's the guy who took heroin once and died from it. So yeah, that's Kevin McKidd. But in this movie, it's about a group of military soldiers, and they're having a routine exercise, and then during their exercise, they're attacked by this army of werewolves. 
and they're being hunted and they befriend this other girl and she leads them into her home and they're all trying to protect themselves against the werewolf sorry about that guys water but yeah they're just trying to do their best to avoid a werewolf attack and the effects are fine when, when you see the world up close but since this is a low budget movie they have to use a lot of like shaky cameras to get around the fact that they are not um we call here they, they are not uh have the show a lot of the effects work yeah I'm, I'm trying to record this one on the fly but i'm just trying to give you my general thoughts of it and their worlds don't stay still for too long, I guess, because I'm afraid that Neil Marshall will know that the effects of the world are not all that powerful. But it still is effective in a way for being like a low-budget horror feature. You could have done worse, is all I can say about the movie. Uh, I think it's fine. I don't understand why it starts with the scene of the couple. And then... It goes to the soldiers at the station. Um, I think when you watch it, you will realize when certain characters appear, who is going to be good and who is going to be bad. But but the movie plays it off that, oh no, you're not going to know this. But if you're paying attention, you're going to know right away who is going to turn right away and who isn't going to turn. And even though the movie has a few surprise scares here and there, Overall, the movie was just okay. wasn't bad. wasn't super great. It was just in the middle. So between out of five, out of five stars, I'd give one probably a solid three. Everybody's up there with a the blob remake. It's, it's fine. Nothing grandiose. Uh, probably maybe two and a half. Maybe two and a half, three stars is where I rate Dog Soldiers. Um, but that's really it right now from all I gotta say. Uh, about these features that takes care of some of the movies I watched while I was sick. <coughs> I still have a cough right now, so I apologize about that. Um, you are going to hear me on a few podcast shows coming up. I'm really grateful for this. I'm going to be on the Cinemust podcast show talking with uh, Mike about the movie American World for London. So definitely look for that. And I'm going to be on... Uh, Filmly Fortunes doing a game show. I don't know exactly who my combatants are going to be, but I'm going to be on that show as well. And then I started a new podcast with uh, Mr. Jason Soto. I think it's going to be called Whatever with Jason. I'm not quite sure about the actual title of it. Once I get more information, I will let you know. Um, As always, you can follow all our episodes on various social media apps. Um, We're on... um, Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. Um, Facebook and Instagram, just type in Cinema Recall Podcast. Our show is available, as of course, on Anchor and on uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Most of the places just type in Cinema Recall Podcast um, or just Cinema Recall. You should find us on there. And uh, that's all right now. I hope you enjoy your spectacular day. Um, Next episode will hopefully post not until late Wednesday night or possibly Thursday morning. Depends, all right? But that's it right now. I hope you all enjoy your Halloween so far. Take care. Goodbye.